0: the delay man i'm excited about uh what's uh about about our guest speaker today um our guest speaker you all is uh from the big state of california um his son was uh one of those elite juniors uh coming up in the junior rankings and uh his son right now you all make sure y'all look out for his son he's playing at san jose state university and uh, this gentleman, y'all, has been mentoring me for the last couple of months and just tightening up my thinking and just kind of getting me in a space where uh, you know we need to get uh, John to the next level. So, uh, without any further delay, I want to bring to you all uh, none other than Mr. Ken Styles. What's up, Ken? I think you're on mute right now, Ken. Press unmute. I got it. Okay. How you doing? Got... How you doing, my brother? Man, I'm hanging in there. Well, good, man. Good. Good to have you on, man. I'm I'm, I'm so appreciative that you were uh, that you agreed to do this podcast, man. We got some junior parents that need to hear the real of the real. You know, when I talk to you, I gotta I gotta get myself get get my head right and just know that the heat is getting ready to come. Man, my bad. Be... No, no, no. Listen, I know it's going to be all for the good, though. Okay. So, so, so the first thing I want to do, Ken, is I want to, I want to ask you, man, give me your, give me your background. Give me your story before we get into junior golf and get into all of that. Just kind of tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: I uh, mean, I grew up in LA, uh, loving football and basketball, you know, Lakers, Niners, Dodgers, all that good stuff. So I've been a sports sports fanatic since birth. And, uh, I had my first, my first kid, my son, Chris,
0: Right.
1: you know, I wanted him to go in those directions. Football mainly was the, the sport we were going to choose. And then uh, I didn't know too much about golf, man. I still probably don't know too much about it. But he uh, he got into golf, man, you know, video games and stuff. And um, the rest is history, man. And just started putting it down.
0: Started putting it down. So, so Chris, what made you – I mean, so, Ken, what made you want to pursue golf for Chris? Because you – as you said, you wasn't a golfer – but what made you want to, to to get your son into golf? His,
1: uh, his, his first swing. <laughs> I was wow. I we often talk about, um, you know, when was your best swing? Or what was your best this, best that? And he he would name some type of shot. You know, I hit a fire line out the bunker over the water. Blah, blah, blah. oh, I said, man, your best swing was your first swing because I was all in. Right. If you had dribbled that ball or shanked it, I would have told you to sit down and go get me a beer or something like this, <laughs> right. this ain't it golf right. too hard <laughs> right
0: right so 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 to so give us the backstory on how you you really got him going Chris in, in in the game of golf
1: so um you know after that first swing man the next day I bought him bought him a set and we went to practice every day wow and he was he was five years old And I just had my daughter, she was one years old. I mean, we would, Mm -hmm. I get off work and we, we go to work every day, every day, three, four hours a day to the point where I came home one day, my wife was upset. Chris come home crying as he often did. (laughs) 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 And uh, you know, she was like, yeah, I need to stop this golf stuff. (laughs) But I was, (laughs) I was already invested, man. I I had dreams of the next Tiger Woods in my head at that point. Everybody, every time you go to the course, oh, you're going to be the next Tiger Woods. Right. You're going to be the next time. I'm sure y'all, y'all get that, man. That oh, man. It drives me about? crazy.
0: Yeah. It <laughs> <you laughs> drives me about? crazy.
1: But if, in the beginning, all I saw was dollar signs.
0: Right, right.
1: <laughs> hey, we're going to be rich.
0: Exactly. But,
1: uh, as I as I learned the hard way, man, golf is hard.
0: Golf is hard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 you know, I, I got this saying, uh, Ken, That that golf don't care who you are. Nope, (laughs) they don't. Golf don't care who you are, what you
1: did yesterday, or what you did in the practice round, or what you could have. I would have shot if I didn't. If you didn't four putt four times, you would have been no. See, (laughs) but you did four putt four times, so you can't.
0: (laughs) Right, right, and
1: it tell you quickly who you are, and a lot of people have a hard time accepting who they really are.
0: That's true. So man, what was your experience like as a, as a parent, you know, and and we'll get into the top level golf that Chris actually played, but talk to us about your experience as a, as a parent. Um,
1: you know, being black in this game, man, you, you experience golf a lot differently than a lot of other, your competition does. And as a parent, you got to you got to recognize that and, and cater to that in some sense. You know, we were at a tournament once, and Chris had played well, and uh dude from Columbia comes in. We're eating in the, in the snack bar, and he comes in, and he goes, man, you're a good player. Mm. You're a really good player. And Chris was like, all right, thank you. Dude walked away, and Chris was like, I ain't like that, dad. I'm like, what you talking about? He complimented you. Nah, that's the way he said it. I said, son, what you heard was, you're a really good player for a black kid.
0: <laughs> right.
1: I, I didn't really expect that out of a black kid. Right. And so I had to explain to him, you know, this dude was straight from Columbia. I don't know how Americanized he was, but right. I'm like, man, probably only black CC is on Jerry Springer. That's so it. you got to you gotta give that dude a pass. And you got to understand where they're coming from and just be prepared mentally for that. Because uh, we, we face numerous racism incidents on the golf course.
0: That's true. That's true. And I know we could spend a gazillion hours on that. But uh talk to us a little bit about um Ken and you know from from a from a parent's perspective what, what do you what do you feel that you gave you you did as a parent because we got a lot of junior parents on we've got a lot of junior what, parents what, I,
1: what I feel I did or what a lot of junior golf parents, especially African Americans don't do is um go hard Got when I, when I mean go hard if you got to go four or five hours a day every day and you got to go to different golf courses you got to go be seen in order to raise money to help you fund this golf journey wow a lot of us especially myself you know i was lower class when i i quit my job so that i could uh pursue this golf thing so we're living off one income man it was it was a struggle and i told my wife you shouldn't have to pay for anything golf related I got that, and at the time I did not have that. So I just I had belief in me that I, I could I could yeah, raise money, right? And yeah. uh, that's what I did, man. Um, but the the, the main thing is the golf has got to be right before you go out asking people for money, right? The golf game has got to be right, and and you got to put in major major hours, man. And you know, it is literally blood, sweat, and tears, man. I can't tell you how many times, you know, Chris came home. With a tear in his eye, or I came home upset, and you know, blood pressure up high. And I'm just, <laughs> right. I'm I'm mad at the world because <laughs> my son Mr. green with a wedge in his hand. Like I'm upset, right? <laughs> hey,
0: right. So if you don't have
1: that type of passion for this game, um, might you be know, the wrong. One. Man, I had a... I, I, we on the range one day, and this kid comes up to me with his dad, and I I watch them hit balls and. Chris was probably eleven years old, and this Chris was pro- this kid was probably like seven, eight years old. And his dad come up to me and he's like, "Man, how you do it, man?" Uh, this, this, I said, "Man, go play soccer."
0: Wow! <laughs> he's like, he, right. Chris
1: looked at me like, "Dad, you so mean." You told I'm like, "Man, I just saved that dude a whole bunch of money, heartache time." And
0: time. Yes. <laughs>
1: go play soccer. You are not <laughs> built for this golf game.
0: Right. Right.
1: So, if you ain't willing to to get get in there and get your hands dirty with your kid and grind. And 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 do everything you need to do, man. My advice tonight is go play soccer. Play
0: soccer. Right, right. <laughs> so save so.
1: yourself some time, money, headache, high blood pressure,
0: right. all that. It, you know, tears and arguments and everything, right? Yes. So, it all so. comes
1: along with it. But my son, my son drove back to college today. Mm-hmm. And I had and I had to work. So I met him halfway. Well, not halfway. I met him on, when he started his journey. He said, I'm going to stop at the gas station. Right. So I roll into to the gas station. I meet him. And uh, he gave me a big hug, man. And he was like, Dad, I love you and, and thank you for everything you did. Uh, wow. So the journey is worth it, man. When you get to the end and your goals have been reached mm-hmm. as a parent, as a dad, man, there's no better satisfaction than, than your kid is like appreciative of the journey that you guys went on together.
0: Yeah. <sighs> Man, I tell you, that was that was, that was was real right there. Yeah. That was real. Yeah. So
1: I, I get those texts periodically, but at the same time, you know, yeah, I still got a smash on him. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> you, still, you still got to crush him.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, it's you know, it's a fine line, especially after they get to like 14, 15 years old, man. It's a fine line between crushing their spirit because mm-hmm. you also want them to be a man right. if you got boys out there. You want them to be a man, but at the same time, you know they ain't ready for a lot of decisions that they need to make, but you got to prepare them to start making those decisions on their own. Right. And that right. may even come down to when and where we golf at, where we practice at. Because if your kid don't want it as much as you may want it for them, when they get by themselves in college or the next level, mm-hmm. if they don't have that work ethic or that love for this game naturally, it's, it's gone. It's gone. There's nothing you can do about it.
0: Gotcha. All right. So let me ask you this, um, Ken, as far as the the mental uh, part of the game, um, how do you feel you helped um, Chris with the mental part of the game? You know, because, you know, from what we hear, you know, you, 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 got, you got the passion, you got the toughness. Um, what did you do? Some, to this? Some,
1: sometimes that mental part that, that, that toughness is a hindrance in golf. Gotcha. It's, it's, when I, especially when I first started, man, like I said, I come from football basketball background, and yeah. you make a mistake or you do something, this you want to get, let's go, yeah,
0: let's yeah. go, get in their face, and right? That's, and that's
1: that's the exact opposite, <laughs> right? You want to have your kid on the tee box thinking, let's go, I'm about to kill this drive, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Bogey, first hole. <laughs> so I had to learn the hard way, man. Um, I read some books and things like that, man. It's you gotta. Watch what you say to your kid and, because golf is so mental. And if you send them out there in the wrong mindset, man, they, they do it from the start. It would be tournament times when Chris would be telling, used to tell me, I was thinking about the yelling I was going to get on the fourth hole. Wow. I was thinking, wow, how you going to yell at me in the car, the fourth hole? And I'm like, you thinking about that on the fourth hole? That's why you did it. See, you can't. Yeah. But it's hard to do when you – like I say, when you when you go hard, there's just consequences to it, but at the same time, you don't reach those levels without right. that passion.
0: That's right. Now, now uh Ken, you just um you just mentioned uh, a couple of books. You have a you have a couple of books you recommend that um our junior parents read up on?
1: Um I'm not a real book guy, man. The one that I read was Bob Rotel, mental guide, some something, something like that. Okay. Um, and then um, you know. My personal experience, I, I don't, you know, everybody's situation is different. You can ask hundred people, 50 people gonna love it, 50 people not. So like if you ask them, hey man, you think I should go to this school? Well, my friend said they didn't like this because they, you know, you like, but you hear somebody else that say they love this school or for whatever reason, this book, this, that. So man, I tried to uh I tried to base my journey of my own experiences. Gotcha. And uh whatever came of it came of it at the at the at the end of the day uh we're raising our kids especially our african american young men in the game of golf and watch how outstanding young men they become because of the game of golf it teaches you so many life lessons so regardless of what he shot or what he accomplished man it was is for me at this stage it was about the journey
0: i missed it right so think so, so take us back uh ken to uh Chris, uh junior career, what would be what, what would you say is probably your your funnest moment or, or two? You know, like what, what were you like really proud of? Um fun, man. US kids
1: worlds. Got if I don't care if you you gotta break the bank, if you're calling yourself serious about this game of golf, you have to go to US Kids Worlds. There's nothing like it. That was fun. I miss, I look back on those days and you know, woulda, coulda, shoulda. But at the yeah. same time, it was it was fun, man. I got plaques on my wall when they give you that certificate of achievement that you made it yeah. to the tournament, man. They hanging up on my wall right now.
0: <laughs> nice, uh,
1: nice. Uh, biggest accomplishment, man. Um, when he won, when he won U.S. Kids State at eight years old,
0: mm.
1: man, I cried like a baby <laughs> and, <laughs> because we have been trying so hard to win something.
0: Yeah just want yeah. to win something. Yeah. So
1: he won the state, man, and uh, I knew the publicity that I could get from that. Right. From winning, from winning the U.S. Kids State. I'm giving you guys a game right now. I might want to take some notes on this one. Okay. My whole thing to raise money, this is the parent side, not the, the golf side. This is the parent side.
0: Gotcha.
1: Um, I should tell Chris, dude, I need to get a picture of you with a trophy. I don't care what trophy it is. I don't care what tournament it's at. I need a picture with you with a trophy. Mm-hmm. From that, I can, from the U.S. Kids State, when I called my local newspaper mm. and I said, hey, this is the U.S. Kids, California State. It was probably, he was eight years old. It was probably 12 participants in the tournament.
0: Gotcha.
1: In his age group. Yeah. But I call a newspaper and I said, my son won California State Championship. They're like, what? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's big. Right,
0: that's okay. <laughs> That's huge. They don't know. Right.
1: All right. right. And I didn't tell no stories. That was a U.S. kid. But I, I just said the California State Championship. Yeah. From that, they did a full blowout story on my son, first page, color, my local newspaper. Wow. From that, one of the local golf courses read the story. And in the story, I talked about how expensive golf was and how I need help and how when this local community and y'all got the California State Champion in your local community and you guys aren't supporting Wow. From that strategy. I got exactly chess. I got a I got a phone call from one of the local golf clubs out here. And the owner wants to meet us. Wow. So I go meet the owner. He like at this time I said I'm not working. He said, How he said, Kenji, how much money you got in your pocket? I said, Man, I got like twenty dollars. He said, How's twenty dollars a month? Full membership, access to everything. I said, Man, that sounds great. <laughs> so that's that's you got to get a picture with the trophy, and then you gotta you gotta toot your kids horn. But the first thing you gotta do is get a picture with the trophy. You gotta win, right? You gotta win. You gotta second win. place, third place, whatever they're giving trophies out at. If you'd have came in third in the California state, that's still still big.
0: <laughs> yeah. Still be. So
1: get a picture with the trophy and then get <clears> your local newspaper up, tell your story and see where it go from there.
0: Gotcha. So Ken, let's talk about the the tough times on the course. Like You know, let's say our our juniors are playing bad, you know, they're in their head. We as parents, you know, we're trying to keep them calm. We're trying to keep them cool. I can remember one time John was playing really good in a tournament and he got down to the last couple of holes and he just kind of fell apart. And he was like emotional and that kind of made me emotional a little bit. But talk about how to uh, handle the kids when they're having a tough day when it's not going so well cuz you know golf is hard golf is mean w- walk us through that process
1: um man i'm not probably not the best person to talk to about that. <laughs> 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 but what i what i've learned is mm-hmm. if you need someone if you're seeking that advice if you need somebody to tell you what to do in those situations right. the best advice is to not go out there
0: <laughs> don't go
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> got you
1: Not. Go out there. So that's what I learned grow, uh, later on is to let him handle it. And then what you'll find is when you get in the car to go home, he's had right. a bad day. You guys are in the car to go home and you didn't see it, none of it. Right. Um, don't say a word. Gotcha. Drive home. You may take him one or two days, but then he'll start telling you about the round. And in him telling you about the round, he'll realize his own mistakes faster. Gotcha. As opposed to you, man, you did this wrong. You did, this. in his head, he don't know that yet.
0: Right.
1: But if you let him come to a realization and you just sit back and you know, don't say, no, nah, he know you're disappointed. He disappointed. But if you let him decompress, you know, it might take a day or two. But he'll start that, you know, on third hole, on the third hole, man, I knew I, sh- I shouldn't have took this club and I hit this shot and I did this and I shouldn't have did that and I did And you're like, yeah, yeah, that, that was dumb. No, that was pretty dumb. But <laughs> right. if, if you don't um, let him decompress and learn, he never will. He'll always be waiting for you to, to teach him what he did wrong, and he just won't get it. Right. So my advice to that is to let them do it. If, if, you, if you're the type of parent that gets emotionally involved like I used
0: to. Yeah, because, you know, a lot of times when they finish their round, you know, you want to get in the car. You want to ask them, how, you know, wh- right. why, why did you do this? Why? So you're saying just give them a little bit of time. And they'll, they'll, they'll start talking about it on their own. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, so now, you know, Chris is in college now, uh, Ken, um, how much are you involved now? Do you get a chance to go to the tournaments? You know, what's, what's what's your parent role now that he's in college, he's driving, you know, what's your role? Uh,
1: ATM bank. (laughs) That's, that's my role. Uh, (laughs) I'm the, the problem solver. Gotcha. You know, he calls me that. Just this problem, this one. I'm like, dang, can you just call sometimes and just? I just want to <laughs> say what's up, dang.
0: Just check on me every now and then. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, as far as the golf go, man, I have no input. Right. None whatsoever. And when you get to college, you quickly learn that that's how most coaches would have have it.
0: Gotcha.
1: Uh, the only information you're gonna get about your kid's performance is what your kid tell you. And. You know, hopefully, you know, you built that relationship to where he calls you, he wants to call you, like, before he even gets to the, the score table. Most of the time, it's to explain to me why he plays so bad.
0: Right.
1: He just, he want to check my temperature to make sure I'm all right. So, it took years yeah, for me to finally get into his head that, dude, I don't care what you shoot. I'm proud. Right. Like. You know, especially reaching the goals that we reached—that was one of our goals—to play D1 golf. I'm like, dude, as far as I'm concerned, you did it. Whatever else you want to do after that, that's on you, and I'll help you out in that. But I'm telling you right now, I should tell him every U.S. Kids Worlds. When he was five years old, Mm -hmm. I said we started at five. He was five years old, and um, he shooting his first tournament. He shot was 48. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: The second one, he shot 47 in like 46 or something like that. We played three tournaments in Vegas. I drove to Vegas three-hour trip and drove back same day just to play nine holes of golf at five and a half years old. Like I was in it. Right. So we get back. This was December. And I tell him, next year, we got to shoot even par. And he couldn't, at five and a half, six at this time, he couldn't fathom it. He was like, even par? (laughs) What are you talking about even par? (laughs) I said, thirty six. (laughs) <laughs> and That's what you got to do it in practice. Right. You got to do it in practice. If you don't do it in practice, I'm dang, I'm not gonna take you to no tournament.
0: Mm. So,
1: so he would. He finally he he did it in practice. He, I had to convince him that he could do it. He did it in practice, and I said you got to do it in a tournament. And then in his next tournament, he played. He shot one under, thirty five wow. nine holes. Wow. But it he Dude. couldn't at that, especially at that age. You know they mm. don't understand how it works. And man, he probably still don't understand how it works at 19 years old. So it's, it, it's a battle the whole way through. That's good.
0: That's good. So Ken, before we open up the lines uh, for for some of the parents and juniors, um, you know, if you had to put, you know, a summary on developing a, a winning junior golfer, what would you say the, the overall key element is? To raising that elite junior golfer if, if you're trying to get to
1: elite status right not just a good you talking about elite you need consistent everyday practice at a b or above golf facility
0: gotcha.
1: with practice facilities gotcha. with above average range balls and a consistent game plan of measured practice along with an equipment sponsor Mm. and a way to get fitted and your clubs change maybe every six months. Okay. If you want to get to the elite status, I was fortunate to have all that stuff. Right. And I got all that stuff, uh, some luck and some just being in the right place by me going I live, where I live is 90 miles or 85 miles north of Los Angeles. It's a, it's Mm -hmm. a desert community and we don't have a lot of access to things. So I have to drive automatically. Everything is far from me. So when parents tell me they complain about something being far, then my response to them is you're not ready for this. Go play soccer. Right. If if you, if you always go into practice at your local club, that's a C club because it's comfortable and you know, the guys at the club and and everybody, no, man, sometimes you got to go to a course that, uh, you know, may have some money in it, may have some some people you can meet and they're going to come up to you and they're going to see your kids swing. They're going to come up to you and ask you all kind of questions. You, you got to have a story. You got to have a story to tell I mean, I went so far. to tell you a little story. I went so far as to I would finesse a lot of these country clubs local out here, Bel Air Country Club, Riviera, Valencia. All these local expensive LA country clubs. You know, I always say, hey man, my name is uh, Kenji Styles and my son is Chris Styles and he's a he's a top junior golfer in our area. We're we're moving. And uh, we want to try your club out. We're trying to pick a club for him. Is there a way you can compass around at your club? Yes. 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 <laughs> and then you get in there at this country club and you impress the hell out of whoever it is you need to. I want to play with a member,
0: a few members if possible, to really get the feel of it. Wow. You drop hey, you dropping nuggets now. <laughs> you dropping nuggets now, bro. Man. That no.
1: was, I met a lot of I met a lot of uh well to do people at these country clubs that was impressed by my kid that's still helping out to this day.
0: Right. That's good. That's good. Man, I, I know I know we got, you know, some of the parents on here appreciate the nuggets you just dropped, man. And 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 it's gonna, it's gonna really help us uh, tremendously as we go through this journey that you already been through. I, that, you know, one of the things that we talked about earlier before we got on the podcast is you said, "I know what y'all are going through." <laughs> you, <laughs> you know what we're experiencing right now. I mean, I, yeah. I
1: feel y'all pain, man. I know what it's like. just Yeah. I, see, I respect it's, all of y'all that's trying this, trying this journey, man. It's not easy.
0: It's funny. You. It's funny you talked about the country club, Ken, because. We were at a country club five minutes away, but it was okay. Uh-huh. And now we had a country club 20, 25 minutes away, but it's the best course in Columbia, you know, in, right. you know, in Columbia. So, you know, you, you, you're dead on it. It's got to, it, as a matter of fact, the university of South Carolina used to practice there at the course we had now before they built like a multi million dollar practice area on campus so so yeah so you, you you you're dead on that man about the facilities and the balls and you know yeah. being where where money is so now so. that's
1: that's trying to reach elite status now that one of my main things when i when i speak with a junior golf parent is man you got to define your goals in this game right and your realistic goals right and so mm-hmm. if, if you know my son played with we had the a chance to play with uh, USC, uh, then USC head go- golf coach, men's golf coach, his mm-hmm. son, Joey Zambri. Uh, we met him when he was – they were 11. Chris and and, and uh, Joey were 11.
0: Same age, and at yeah. the time
1: when we we're, we're playing in this tournament, he's grouped – he's paired with us. I don't know who he is. And I, don't, I don't know who the USC son or who a USC coach was. So in the course of the round, Chris comes to me and tells me that that's USC head coach son and that's his dad the head coach of USC.
0: It's like
1: third, fourth hole. So now I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, it's on. I'm about to to get out of this dude here. So, you know, basically, man, what I took from that account, I asked him, I said, how do you find your kids? Like, so my son is 11 years old at this time. How do you find your kids? Do Mm -hmm. they reach out to you? Or do you look for them? Like, how does it work? And he looked at me dead in my face. He said, if they got to find us, we don't want them. Wow. So... If you sending your resume or your bio to these, you know, top 25 ranked D1 schools and they don't know about you, they don't want to know about you. Right. Trust me.
0: They They're want no looking
1: part. at these AJGAs and this US kids junior AMS and yeah. you are just wasting your time thinking you're gonna get a D1. If your kid was that, he'd be shooting at and he'd be on their radar.
0: Exactly. Yeah.